Here we go. Message today. We know what's going on. How many are seeing news on the television? Like, just raise your hand if you're seeing some of this stuff on television. I'm not saying you're eating it with a spoon all day long, but I am saying it's there, isn't it? No matter where you turn, is it there? Turn on the phone, is it there? Every news channel, is it there? Why? Why would it be there? Israel's only this big, man. Why? I mean, it's only like, you know, 9 million people, 11 million people in that country. I mean, what are we doing? It's crazy. Why is it all focused on that? Well, could these be the last days? I think they are. Now, I don't mean the last day, but we've seen a cr- crazy things happen in our lifetime. Us who've been living a while, and this is really the culmination of what we've been seeing and teaching for years from God's Word. And so let's just look at it. We, we've looked at it a couple of weeks, and we're not going to do that again, but I've got just something I want to talk to you about. So we did a message on the miracle of Israel. The miracle of Israel. Israel is a miracle. No nation that we know of, ever, after 1,900 years being out of the land, a little tiny peop- a nation, came back to the land where they were and became a nation again with the same race and bloodline. Not totally perfect, I'm sure, but it's crazy. It's crazy. Especially after a man named Hitler wiped out six million of the nine million. How does this happen? Well, it happened in our lifetime. Close to mine, but especially many of you. So we saw that happen. It is a miracle. And how does that nation continue to exist? In that part of the world where everybody around them wants to push them in the sea. You're seeing uh, protests now in America where they actually say that. They actually have it on the sign. They want, they're, they're taking up Iran's mantra now, and they're saying they want Israel pushed to the sea. You'll see signs like that. Americans are saying that. It's a crazy world, crazy time. Israel's history is one of pain. Ha! Huh, it's an understatement. Suffering, despair, and death. And we're seeing what's happened to them on October 7th. A couple of, well, about three, four weeks ago. And they are responding. And, and some people, it's too much of a response. Well, it's too much of a response because you don't live there. That makes it easy for us to run our mouth. But... And it is. There'll be a lot of casualties. There'll be a lot of innocent people that's, that's going to get killed. There's no doubt about it. But they're fighting for their very existence. And they got one true friend in the world. It's the Americans. It's the United States. But I, I tell you what, if I was an Israeli and I was in Israel, I'd be concerned that how long is America going to be with me? You hear me or not say... And it's a mess. So this is real. This is real. They've gone through a lot. Could this be the last days? I've got a number of reasons why I think it is. And not, but you can call me a kook. It's fine. I don't give a hoot. But I have some pretty good biblical views and evidence. And I don't think I'm a kook. I try to be sort of down to metal sometimes, especially with things like this. And I also say I don't know things. I don't know things. I don't know everything. But I know this, Israel's a miracle, only nation like it. And God said, I'll bless those that bless you. And I know we've been a nation that has stood by Israel, 
And I know we're the most blessed nation on the face of this earth. Can we thank the Lord for that? We are right here. There's no doubt about it. Okay? People want to come here. They're not moving to Russia. They're not moving to China. And as much as Canada thinks that they're not moving to Canada, okay? I'm just saying, it is what it is. It is what it is. We are have been a blessed land. But it looks like the blessings in our country, especially in our relationship to the Lord, is really fragile right now. And it's really fragmented. We use God when we need Him here. You hear government officials cuss God out of their mouth, but let something have a, yeah, we, we just, God bless America and God bless you. We just let you, amen, y'all pray, praying for you. Like he's an idiot. He knows our heart. You hear me or not? So Israel's a miracle. And they still live. They still live. That word is prevail. They are the prevailing prince. That's what the name Israel means. It means prevailing prince. They still prevail. They still are there. They're still fighting. It's going to be ugly. That's my opinion. They're 8 million strong and they're growing over there. They're growing even larger. Now, what do you mean? People should be leaving now. People are coming from all over the world to fight for Israel right now. Many who are waiting for the ground troops to go in are doctors, lawyers, successful business people. They've come from, we got people from South Carolina, a doctor, and he's gone, and he's over there. That's his, that's his, that's his land. He's an American citizen, but he also, that's his, that's his family. They're there. He's going. Young man from Maryland left. Went over there, started fighting, and they killed him. So this is a mess. It's a mess. I don't need to say much more. I think you believe me. Israel's future. I gave a whole message on Israel's future last week. Like I said, I had someone call me and say, I can't believe you had the courage to give the, a message on Israel like this with everything going on in the country. What do you mean courage to, to preach God's Word? Courage to tell you about prophecies that are written in the Bible? That's my job! And I happen to believe it. Amen. So if you're coming today, well, thank the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you're here today and you're here and you're meeting me for the first or second time, Guys, I don't do this all the time. My main mission is to love Jesus and to love people. But this is the Word of God. And if you don't like me for doing this, then guess what? You met me and you don't like me. And you can chalk that up. And you can say, that's the way I feel. That's fine. I still like you. I still love you. And when you're gone, I'll still be here. Did y'all hear me or not? I'm trying to be ugly. But we're going to preach God's Word. We want to do the right thing. We don't want to cheat you when you come here. We want to love you. Everything we do is free. But you know what that does? That frees me up to preach the Word of God. Because we can't be bought. You understand or not? When COVID happens, not because we're better than people, but since we can't be bought, we keep our church open. It's a free country last time I checked. And that's just who we are. And I'm free today, last week, next week, to preach God's Word. But now here's the thing. Sometimes I get it wrong. And I won't just be just perfect. But I'm going to try. Amen? Okay? So let's see what we saw last week. Real quick. Israel's future. They have a great desire for peace. Now look, I ain't got all day. I must have put 20 or 30 peace treaties they made up on it. How many were here last week and saw them peace treaties? So don't be listening to the bull. They don't want peace. That's all bull. They've wanted peace from day one. 
Because who wants to be blown up? Yes or no, amen. Number two, they will enter into a peace treaty with a world leader. Many believe that will be the Antichrist or the spirit of Antichrist. They will enter into a peace treaty that assures them finally of lasting peace and tranquility. I have my views. I probably won't tell you. I think there are people alive right now today, today, who might be the one who will make this peace treaty. And the world will call upon this very popular leader to help. I'm not going to tell you who I think. But they're going to enter into a peace treaty. I don't know when this will happen. It might be after, you know, total devastation. It might be after they've been, you know, fighting over in those tunnels for a year and a half, two years. I have no idea. After Iran gets in, and Saudi Arabia now is issuing a warning, even though they're our ally, you remember. It's a mess. But they will enter into a peace treaty according to God's word, I firmly believe. Number three, their peace treaty is going to hold for three and a half years, for 42 months. That is crazy that your Bible gets that specific. Ha! And then it will be what? Number four, all hell's going to break loose on the earth. On the earth. How many, just be honest, we'll just take a quick poll. Just take a quick poll. But would you be honest with me? Would you be an honest audience today? How many thinks with the Russia-Ukraine mess, oh, and by the way, we're supplying all, a lot of their weapons to kill Russians. You know that, right? How many think with that, with the Middle East thing, with us having troops in 140 places around the world right now, with our border wide open, how many thinks there is a good chance? Just, it's just a poll. It's just a question. Right now in your lifetime, right now, not saying today, but soon, we could have World War III. Raise some hands. I just want to see some hands. Now, I ain't, I'm not the smartest fellow, but I believe that was most of you. How many of you probably wouldn't have said that uh, four years ago? Some hands four years ago. Remember, it was Trump was going to get us into war. Remember that? We didn't have no war, did we? Matter of fact, during his presidency, whether you like him or not, people were feeling good about their finances and stuff. Y'all remember or not? Yeah, we were feeling pretty good. Things were safer. I don't know why, but it was. And then all of a sudden, the script has been flipped. And things have been happening pretty fast. Would you agree with that, yes or no? How many would say in the last, let's say in the last three years, whatever, three, four years, we'll do COVID. Let's go COVID. Since COVID, you're living at a time you never thought you'd see what you're seeing in your world today. Look at that audience. Look at that. Look at the hands. Well, you're just crazy Bible people. I think you're just people. So this stuff is coming to pass now. And a lot of people, right now, there are people, they're right, there are people, forget this peace treaty thing that's going to happen. There are people right now that believe all hell's going to break loose right now. But it's really going to happen even more after this peace treaty is broken with Israel in the future. Number five, the final battle is going to take place. Where's the final battle? There's no way with the big earth we're on. This is a big earth. People had said for years, you can't believe the Bible. Final day, there's not going to be a war over there in that little strip of land. 
Turn on your TV. Have you seen Ukraine lately? That's a big area. But it's focused right there on that tiny little strip of land in Israel. And your Bible said the great battle, I believe, the Bible says this clearly, will take place at a place called Armageddon. Now, most people think, Armageddon, you don't believe in Armageddon. That's, a, that's not just a movie. That's not just a word. It came from an actual place called Megiddo. And the valley of Megiddo, the valley of Armageddon is a real place. These feet of mine, these 14s, have walked on that land. I stole pottery from there. I already told you that last week. Just little pieces, but I didn't do it again. Didn't do it again. The final battle will take place, number six. Number six. Now, this is the one that is finally going to end. It's going to end with Jesus Christ literally coming back. That's what your Bible teaches, my Bible. And will literally defeat the enemies of God, of God, of God. And the, it, the enemies of God are not just the enemies of Israel. Many Israelis, they don't believe in God at all. They don't believe in Jesus Christ at all. This final battle will take place, and this will be a battle that God will win. And he'll bring real peace to Israel and to the world. And then if we went further, we would say it would be a period, according to the Bible, I firmly believe that it will be a time of peace for about a thousand years. How many have heard some kind of the teaching I just said? Is that close to some of the things that some of y'all have heard that? Okay, so it's not like I'm up here by myself. I haven't talked to these people. This is, if you know your Bible, you can really come to these conclusions. Okay? So that was the message last week. Are y'all all right so far? Hannah came to me last week, and you asked me, well, what should we do? How should we live with these scary times? And I said to you, that was in my message, and I didn't get to it. And I was going to be talking about a kid again. I was going to do that. I also talked to my son this week, and he says, Dad, I don't think you should. I think you should stay on this for a little bit. That's what he said. I think people are they are concerned. They're watching the news, Dad, and you can, you can help them. So that's probably going to be the plan. We're going to get back to a kid again. But, Hannah, I, I'm going to answer your question. Okay, here we go. How should I live? What should I do? With all this crazy going around, what can we do? Well, let's check it out. Knowing the times, how should we live? Say that out loud. Knowing the times, how should Would you like to know or not? Let's check it out. Let's go to the Bible. I do very good when I go to the Bible. But of the times... And the seasons, brethren, last days, when all this is going to happen, you have no need that I write unto you. Paul's talking to these believers that were followers. You yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. And how, how does a thief come? Are y'all usually, when a thief robs, you're usually ready for him, say. I was ready for the thief. Now that idea means it'll come maybe when things are going pretty good and the script gets flipped. 
And it seems like the country shuts down with COVID. I'm just throwing that out there. And economies around the world crash. And we're already a debtor nation, but we probably double or triple our debt. Groceries double it. I don't know what they're talking about, 6 or 8%. That is not true. You hear me or not say, we're talking double. And it happened pretty what? Is that true or not? In America. Forget other countries that don't have anything. They must really be hurting. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to come quick when you ain't expecting it. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. That could be a scripture, too, for that peace treaty that's made for 42 months and then all hell breaks loose. But it also reminds me of the Israelis the other day. They are at a concert. And just like on a normal Saturday having a good time, on a Sabbath day, I believe, correct? It came upon them quick. And this whole thing's come upon us quick as a whole world. Yes or no, amen? Everything's, everything's different right now. But brethren, you're not in darkness that this should overtake you as a thief. You don't have to be in darkness. You have your word. Let's go to the word. Let's see what we can see. You're all children of light as believers in Christ. We're children of the day. He said we're the light of the world. He says my word gives you light. The Bible says I'll hide, hide my word in your heart that you might not what against me? Sin against me. The entrance of your word gives light. You know? So, we don't have to be in darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others sleep. Why do you go to church? This is one reason you come to church. Maybe learn something. Say, wake up! Let's don't sleep. Let us watch. Let us watch. And let us be what? Sober. I don't mean not drinking, even though I don't. But it means be sober-minded. Look at what's going around. Look at your Scriptures. Look at where you live. Look at what's happening. For they that sleep, sleep at a night, and they that be drunk are going to be drunk in a night. You can be a fool and just sleep right through it all. Pretend it ain't happening. But these things will come to pass. Am I certain they're in our lifetime? I didn't say I was certain, but if I was a betting man, I'd put money on it. But let us who are of the day be sober, and we need to, we say it with me, we need to put on the what? Say it out loud, we need to put on the what? Breastplate of faith, of faith, that's number faith, faith. We need to believe God, we need to believe His Word. You don't believe that by, yeah I do! And I'm going to start reading it. Had a guy the other day speak to me, on meth, he said he's been clean for six months. I met him, first time I'd ever met him. And then he asked me a little bit later, another time, he said, can you give me a Bible? I'd like to start reading the Bible. Good. That's great. Amen. How about God's people? Wouldn't it be nice if we read the Bible? Say. That's what we need to do. Have our faith. Our faith comes by hearing and hearing the what? The Word of God. And also, put on what? Love. Watch that. 
Breastplate of faith and what? Love. Love. We're going to talk about that. And for a helmet, the hope or the confidence of what? That's what you need to do right now. You need to put on, you need to double down on your faith. You need to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. You need to love your neighbors yourself. You need to love people. And number three, you need to make sure you're saved. Say that out loud. I need to make sure I'm what? Loud. I need to make sure I'm what? Time for playing church is over. It's been over for a while. Come on. The game playing. Go to church and you don't learn nothing. We make up rules that ain't true. Y'all hear me or not? Say. It's about time we get back to the Bible and get back to Jesus. These are the last day's scriptures. Who died, Jesus Christ. Uh Uh-oh. For God, for God, verse 9, for God has not appointed us to what? Now, a lot of people take that verse, they take that verse and they say, Christians won't be here during the tribulation period because of this verse. I don't believe that. Guys, I don't know everything. But I don't know how it is that all the people before us who were believers were martyred, butchered, burned, imprisoned. But now, see, you in the church. So you're getting off scot-free when Jesus comes. I believe Jesus will return. I just don't believe we're getting off scot-free. Y'all hear me or not? And I know that busts a lot of y'all's bubble today. How many of your bubble just got busted? Pastor Gary, I'm buzzing my bubble. Now, here's what I hope. I hope I'm wrong. Amen. I hope I'm wrong. Here's what I think. He ain't appointed us to wrath. He ain't appointed us to wrath. Guys, we're not going to go to hell. Can you say that out loud? I'm not going to go to hell. Can you say that out loud? I'm not going to go to hell. Can you say it one more time? Tell yourself, I'm not going to go to hell. That ain't, that ain't an appointment I gotta keep no more. Yes or no? That appointment has been cancelled because of the blood of Christ. Can we thank Him for that? That appointment, I cancelled that sucker. Amen. So, so the bottom line is, guys, 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 we need to live for the Lord. Okay? We're gonna obtain salvation. We're gonna obtain eternal life. Absent from the body will be what? Present with the Lord. Amen. So that's why our hope's in Jesus, not in a preacher like me or in a church. Or in yourself. Because you ain't obtaining nothing. (laughs) And I ain't obtaining nothing in myself. And this church would just be a building without the gospel. Amen. So, Jesus Christ, who is He? Well, He's the one who died for us. So whether, whether... I'm awake, and that word sleep's a different word, or I die. We're going to live with him. So you might say, was that the message? No, that was the intro. That was the intro. Just so you know what we're talking about. Here's the message. And we're going to read it, Rod. It's not going to take a lot of time. How should I live in these end times? How should I live in this world that's crazy right now? And you might say, Pastor, I don't think it's the end times. Well, then how should you live in a crazy world? that You've got to at least admit it's sort of crazy. Would you at least admit that with me? How should we live? How should we live? Here it is. 
Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another even also as you do. Here's how you should live. It's time for folks to put an arm around people right now. It's time. The word comfort means to come alongside. It's time for Christians to come alongside other Christians and other lost people. I had the pleasure this morning of getting a cup of coffee and eating a donut at Dunkin' Donuts. The young man that waited on me. You could look at him, see him. He's all of the world. The world's marked him, and he's had a pretty rough go of it. But he was nice to us, wasn't he? He was behind the counter. But I could see he was struggling. I don't know what I said. I might have said, well, how are you doing? Are you all right? He said, well, my sister just recently killed herself. It would have been easy for me to stand behind the counter and look at his appearance and judge him. And the church has taught me to do that. Did you hear what I just said? The church has taught me to do that. Jesus didn't teach me to do that. I had to break off church things that church taught me and put his yoke on me and take theirs off. And so I was able to reach out to him, take my hand and put on him. I said, son, it ain't the same, but my mother was murdered. It ain't the same. I know it ain't the same. But God loves you and I care for you. I don't know exactly what I said, but it's time for us to be doing that. Did you hear what I just said? Got it? Yes or no? Comfort one another. Come alongside people. Shut your mouth. Quit your criticizing. You're a lunatic. Who said that'd be a great quote? T-shirt or something. Number two, edify. Uh-uh. Edify one another. The word edify means to build up. Dina, now what you doing? You need to find a seat. You bother me back there. Mark, where you at? I get, if you're on security, that's one thing. You can't be walking around. What's up with that? Who does that in a classroom? Yeah, you walk all around. Now, we'll send that kid to the office. The word edify means build up. We need to build up one another in these last days, not tear one another down. But doesn't mean we shouldn't stand for truth. Doesn't mean you shouldn't do the right thing. Don't tear people down. How you, can you ask me, how am I supposed to live? Don't tear people down. As much as it feels like good sometimes. <laughs> Don't do it. Keep going. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. Number three, how shall I live in the last days? Know those who labor among you in the Lord. You do a wonderful job at loving me and loving Alex and loving Dina. I wasn't real nice. But, uh, but guys, there's, there's, and Roger, but there's more than just us. How many in some capacity you, you have done or you do some kind of volunteer, little or small, you've done it at Fellowship Church? Can I see your hands? Can I see your hands? We need to get to know and honor these people, and we want all of you to serve, but we need to honor one another. Did, I, did you hear what I just said? We need to know one another. Ah, the coffee was cold. How about you just be quiet? 
How about use the mouth you've got to say thank you? And we appreciate you. And we love you. And we're proud of you. And I'm glad to know you. I'm glad to be with you. You hear me? That's what we need to do. Know those that labor among you. Know these people. And I love you guys that are serving. I love you. I love you. I pray every Sunday in that truck, almost without fail, every Sunday, when they're praying for those that are serving, while we're out there praying, we're praying for people that are serving. But every time, almost, I always say, I can't believe we have all these people that serve with me. I want to have that attitude. Amen? So know that. And I can do better in that department. To esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. So we need to esteem, we need to esteem people that are serving the Lord and helping in the Lord's work. And men, we ask me how we're supposed to live in the last days. How, how about encourage those that are trying to share the gospel and run ministry and lead ministry. And, and you can do that right here so that we don't faint when times get hard. Yes or no? That we'll stay here. We'll be open. We'll be strong. We'll still do what we do. We'll still care and love and reach our town. We need that help. Esteem them very highly. In what? In what? Love's better than cash. Okay? Love is awesome. Love it on folk. And be at peace among yourselves. What does that mean? What does that mean in the last days? You know what you ought to do? You ought to get along with folk. Quit your petty crap. Church is full of that. You know that or not? This church ain't full of that. You know why? Because I say this. Keep your petty crap. And don't bring it in here. Don't bring it in here. That's the way I did it. I grumbled and complained at my last church. Well, there's plenty of other churches you can go do that at. We don't want that here. Say that out loud. We don't what? Golly, that sounded terrible. We don't want that here. Say it out loud. We don't what? We don't want that here. We love you, we care for you, but we want to get with the program. Be at peace with one another. In your family, you bickering still about something that happened way back when. How about get right with your brother? Get right with your sister? How about you? How about you take it on you? You've been forgiven? How about you take it and you even know it was them? How about you take it on me, on yourself to restore that relationship? You take it on you. Y'all hear me or not? Y'all sound like a lunatic. We're talking about last days. What am I supposed to do? You know why it don't get done? Because most people don't want to do it. That's what he's saying. Keep sleeping in and let the thief come. Better wake up. We exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. Support the weak and be patient toward all men. Warn the unruly. But we don't, we don't need to, we don't need to all the time. That's all we ever do is tell people off. We, do, we need to be preaching Christ and that your salvation if it's in a church ain't saving you. We need to warn people like that. Yes or no? Amen. Comfort the feeble-minded. People are right now, their head is screwed up. How many think we've ever lived in a time when there's, when there's been less crazy people? Do we have a lot of I mean, we've got a lot of crazy out there, don't we? 
but a lot of feeble-minded. How many would even with a raised hand would say, Pastor Gary, even the last several years of my life have been stressful? How many would raise their hand and say, it's been stressful, it's been stressful, it ain't been easy? We need to comfort people. We need to come alongside people like that. You need to buck up, you need to get right, you need to get straight, you need to get in line. How about love the snot out of them? How about care for people in the last days? Amen. Comfort people. Support the weak. The weak. What does that mean? People who ain't strong. Okay? You can lean on me. We'll go together. I'll help you. Because you help me. Let's support one another in the last days. This was written, by the way, to Christians. This is how the church... Wouldn't the church be different if we behaved like this? If you ask me what's the success of Fellowship Church, I would say because a lot, we don't have it perfect, but I would say a lot of things on this list we see happening here at this church. But we can really do a lot better. But wouldn't it be nice if we took it to the community more? I hope you just stand in front of somebody after you bless them out and you, you catch yourself after you did it and slap yourself right in front of them. And they're going to go, why'd you slap yourself? Because I just remember what Pastor Gary said. Wham! By the way, this is where you really need to do this at home. All these things need to be at the house and with our family. This is crazy. Be patient toward all men. Say that out loud. Be what? What should I do when all hell's breaking loose and this is happening, this is happening, this is going on, that's going on, and, and I ain't got the grocery money, I, and I, this is happening. I, you know, I'm, I'm behind three payments on the car. We need a little patience with people. Last days. What should I do in the last? Hannah, this is quite a list, isn't it? See that you don't render evil for evil unto any man. How should I live in the last days? Don't, don't, don't play that game. Don't pay people back. They do wrong to you, so you're going to do wrong to them. That wasn't a Christian way anyway. But even so much more, we should live like this as we see the day approaching. Don't render evil for evil, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and all men. Follow what's good. Just because somebody does bad to you, you don't do bad to them. Am I losing, y'all? And you might say, well, I don't do that anyway. Check yourself out. If nothing else, just check yourself out. See how you're doing. Rejoice evermore. Be rejoicing. Wouldn't that stand out right now, yes or no? You know in two weeks we're having a picnic? You could look at TV, you could look at situations, and you could say, y'all should probably cancel that picnic and send that money to missionaries. How about we send money to missionaries and help other people and have a picnic? How about that? I'm ready for a picnic. How about you? Amen. <laughs> Rejoice. Be positive. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say what? Get off the TV. Quit watching everything so negative and it gets you down that you're not a dime's worth of nothing, any good for anybody. Stop it. Pray what? Constantly. Be in a spirit of prayer. That's also of thanking the Lord. Being happy. Say that. Being what? Happy. Look at the sun came up. I'm breathing. <gasps> 
have a good day. And just, you know, just be, be in that kind of spirit. This ain't phony. This ain't phony. This is how we, uh-oh, this is how we should live. And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. How should we be in the last days? We should be people doing what? Being what? We should have been doing that anyway. Yes or no? Amen. But even so much more now. 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 Find something good to be thankful about. My life sucks. Terrible. Because you're a bum. And you can do better. You can do better. You can do better than that. It's time to do better. Quench not the Spirit. Say that out loud. Quench not the... What does that mean? I know I'm late, but I'm going to quit right here close. What does quench the Spirit mean? Don't quench the Spirit. Here's what it means according to your pastor. What do I know, right? I believe to be filled with the Spirit is to be filled with the love of God. I don't believe it's flopping like a chicken or even speaking in tongues. Because the greatest of these is what? So here's what quenching the Spirit is. Love is kind. So quenching the Spirit is you being unkind. Me being unkind. Love is patient. So quenching the Spirit is you and me being impatient with people. Love is long-suffering. So that means... When I'm not long-suffering, I'm quenching the Holy Spirit, the love of God, to others. I'm quenching the Spirit. You hear me or not? Love is not rude. So quenching the Spirit would be being what? Love doesn't keep a record of wrongs. That sounds like something God would do for us, doesn't it? That's the Holy Spirit. So we quench the Spirit when we keep a record of somebody else's what? How about the last days? How about we try real hard not to quench the Spirit in our life? That make any sense to you? Despise not prophesying or prophecy. What does that mean to me? Solid, straight. We shouldn't despise the prophecies in the Word of God. We shouldn't despise a message like this. It came from the Bible. You hating on me? But it does not mean this. Some joker on TV spouts some crazy cuckoo crap. If it doesn't line up with the Word of God, it's garbage. Do you hear me or not? But don't despise the Word of God. Don't despise the sound teaching of God's Word. Even last days, don't despise that at all. Prove all things. Hold fast to that which is good. I love that. Prove all things. Just because some preacher says something, you heard something, don't, don't just believe that. Prove it. Go to the Word of God and make sure those things are true. That's why I love the Scripture on the screen. You've seen my Bible. It's right in front of your face. And you could argue a little bit with me, but for the most part, you're having a hard time arguing with this Bible up here. Hold fast. Amen. Say, say that out loud. Hold what? Hold fast to truth, hold fast to what's right, hold fast to Him. That's how I should live in the last days. How many feel like this is too much? 
Can, be, can we take a little test? How many would say of the list so far, you're not being, a, you know, arrogant. How many would say, I'm trying and I'm, I'm, I'm doing halfway decent. Anybody want to raise them? I'm trying I'm doing halfway decent. That's pretty good, ain't it? Isn't that pretty good? Come on! We can do this. Abstain from all appearance of evil. You know what that meant in the church I went to, which he pastored after I was there. Joey, I was taught appearance of evil was my hair touching my ears. I was taught appearance of evil was a woman wearing pants to church and not a dress. I think it's time we grow up. In the last days, I don't think it has a thing to do with your tattoo. I don't think it has a thing to do with your hair. I don't think it has a thing to do with your dress or your slacks. I think we know what evil is. You hear me? We should abstain from evil and evil things. And you know the biggest sinner I know is Gary. There's a lot of evil that still lurks in me that I have to fight. Can you say fight? One more time. One more time. We need to fight the evil inside. I almost want to do a poll a poll with some of y'all because I see your faces. Whether you know it or not, you're evil people. Do you agree with that, Pastor Bird? Have we got our glorified body yet, Pastor? I know you're like a pastor, counselor. Do we have our glorified body yet? We still have flesh, and our flesh, is it ain't making it, is it? Guys, we need to fight evil, the evil within us. And abstain in areas of our life. And I struggle, too. And know this, we're done. The very God of peace will sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless. Say it with me. Until the what? Coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Would you say that in verse 24? Faithful is he that has called you who will also do it. You can trust his word. You can believe his word. And I think this is just a good thing for us right now in the world, the way we see things happening. This is a good recipe for how we should live right now. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for His Word. Amen. We're done. Amen. Praise the Lord. Boom.